baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I'm glad Joel said it was a Tuesday night, and I'm not kidding about that. Every night is the same when you have kids until it's Friday. Really, Monday's the same, Tuesday's the same, Wednesday's the same, Thursday's the same. One of these nights is apropos. Twitter brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Peters Township. Visit them online, southhillsjeep.com. We dive into the Steelers and uh, everything Mike Tomlin said, or at least a couple things Mike Tomlin said in just a minute. I heard in that traffic update by Andy Lindbergh, another very fine man. He's like a sensei, too. If you hear Andy Lindbergh, he's a guy that does, like, jujitsu and all kind of crazy stuff. He wins a bunch of awards and medals and breaks a bunch of boards and all that. Anyway, I heard in that traffic update he referenced the runaway truck sand pile, a runaway truck sand pile that I drive past multiple times a week. And I've often wondered, and I don't have the answer to this, and maybe, I don't know, maybe Dick Scringer's the guy to call. Um, has a runaway truck ever driven into the runaway truck sand pile? I'm not claiming it's just for aesthetic reasons, and I'm not saying it's just there in, like, real dire emergencies, but it kind of is. But what has been the use rate of the runaway truck sand pile. We'll get in the Steelers in just a minute, but I just had a, a, a thought here. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm, where they always say, there's never a fee unless we get money for you. There has to be a study, or maybe Cheryl Moon, who is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful lady who works for PennDOT. Maybe she will know this, right? Cheryl Moon Sirianni or Dick Scringer. Those are my two go-tos. One of these people will know. How many trucks don't run away and drive past the sand pile. That is to say, if one goes into the runaway truck sand pile, how many just went right by it and were totally fine and never lost their brakes? It's worth it if it saves one truck and one life and all of that, but I have driven past that runaway truck sand pile. I'm not kidding. Hundreds, no, probably, no, thousands. Thousands of times in my life coming down Green Tree Hill. Not one time have I ever seen any vehicle, let alone a runaway truck, in the runaway truck sand pile. So what goes into Was there an event that spawned the runaway truck sand pile? Did a truck run away at some point and go clobbering through down by the tunnel and just wipe out a bunch of cars or maybe hit that old railway bridge or have to you know cut it real hard and get off toward going on 51 what spawned all that because there had to have been a reasoning or maybe it was just a study i don't know but it's something sure to talk about is rick dayton is texting me and i'm sure he knows the answer he takes a picture as he stopped in traffic empty tonight see chalk one up another one for safety. 412-928-9370. Time right now. 608. That's what time it is. Time to call Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. Why pay 40% when you can pay 25%? Call 888-98-TWINS to Mike Tomlin. Will Dan Moore Jr. start if he's healthy? Mr. T, tell us. Dan Moore's healthy. Does he start at left tackle? That's a big if. Uh, we got some work ahead of us. 
Um, he'll be given an opportunity to show his progress over the course of the week, and we'll make that decision at the appropriate time. It doesn't behoove us to make hypothetical statements at the early portions of the week. Um, he looked pretty good yesterday. We'll see where the week leads us. Okay. The depth chart does uh, show that Dan Moore Jr. is the starter at left tackle. Broderick Jones too deep there. And the right tackle situation, Mr. Chooks, is the starter. You know, I thought long and hard about this today, and I thought, well, there's nothing really secretive about the left tackle. Like, if Broderick Jones was the better one and Broderick Jones was the guy, you'd have him on the depth chart at left tackle, right? I mean, that's the way that it would it would all play out. But that said, I've also, and I'm not trying to play both sides. I'm just trying to talk this out with you. And you know how I run the show. I like to kind of plant a flag down, have an opinion, and then build it all off of a bunch of your calls. Because I feel like the nighttime, especially beyond 6 o'clock, is a, and really all times on this station, are a good time to talk to you and get your opinion at 412-928-9370. Should the Steelers be in the business of bringing along Broderick Jones and, for that matter, Joey Porter Jr., slowly. Are they doing it the right way? You know, it's easy to argue, well, the and this is kind of where I am on this. The last time we saw both of those gentlemen on the field, they were two of the better players for the Pittsburgh Steelers on the field. Broderick Jones was their best offensive lineman. Joey Porter Jr. has a quarterback rating against him at zero flat, 0.0 or something, right? So those two have been very good. You take ills of the past and people that have been sped up in the past and too many guys that Mike Tomlin, I think, trusted too much as rookies in the past, right? And there are a bunch of names that seemingly he trusted more. Trey Norwood, Sean Davis, Shamarco Thomas, Kendrick Green, who he handed a Hall of Famer's jersey number and position as Kendrick Green was truly a guard and he got moved to center. And he seemingly trusted these guys more. Is Mike Tomlin learning from those mistakes and bringing these guys along slowly? I kind of, a little bit of me wants to say, all right, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. But a bigger part of me goes, what the hell are you doing, Mike? Jones and Porter are two of your best players. Let's not overcomplicate this. Get them in the freaking football game from snap one and get it moving with them. And I think that's where I come down on it. Enough of the semantics, enough of the nonsense, enough of giving me 35 or 40 words when you can give me six in a media conference. And it's this. They're the best, they start. Or something like that. Very succinct. I see everybody on the phone line, 412-928-9370, wants to talk sand piles and not Steelers. Which... There are some parallels, I'll grant you. 412-928-9370. Gavin is in the truck, hopefully not in the sand pile. Hi, Gavin. No, I think it's Kevin. Uh, uh, okay, we're close. Yeah, that sand pile was put in in like the 70s or the 80s because a truck and down the hill through the, the uh, Fort Pitt tunnel and missed, lost his brakes and drove in to a building in Liberty Avenue. Oh, wow. And I'm not sure if people got killed. I don't remember. Um, but they put that, that pile in there because of that. Green Tree Hill's steep, but 
You know, I've been on a lot, a lot safer in my time. I'm being told on the text line that this truck had a lot of potatoes in it. Look, I'm not old enough. I appreciate the – maybe this is a Rick Seaback moment for me and giving me the history of Pittsburgh here. Felix is in the car. Hello, Felix. Hi, Colin. Hello, Felix. Yes, hi, Colin. Hi, Felix. Hello, Felix. Hello. We, we could do this all night. Hi, Felix. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, just to expand on that explanation uh, you just had there, uh, truck did come down the hill through the tunnel all the way straight through over the bridge, uh, started up uh, Liberty there and ran into the building, that the, the new office building that replaced the Jenkins Arcade there with the pyramid on top. Oh, my uh, goodness. And, and I, I, as memory serves me, uh, pedestrians were killed. Oh, well, RIP. Uh, although I wasn't probably alive yet. I was born in 1976. Yeah. Um, that being said, a question, Felix, did the fella lose his brakes up by like the top of Green Tree Hill or did he lose it coming down Green Tree Hill? And if so, if so, that's a long way that my man handled it and didn't wreck. Don't you think, wouldn't he have tried to careen into the side of the tunnels, maybe play a little ping pong as to slow himself down? I I don't know. I don't remember the the fact about any kind of uh, response from the driver. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was definitely a, a semi-tractor trailer that went all the way through and into the building. Yeah. Hmm. Tough stuff. Well, then I guess there is merit for it. And if it saves one life, or if it saves one truck, or if it saves a life and a truck, there's your parlay. That's great. Um, it's all good. I just drive by it all the time. And, I, and you know, here's another thing with the runaway truck sand pile. Don't lie to yourself. If it was like free and clear and there was nobody on the road, you've had that all, you've always had that, not temptation, but wonder in the back of your head. Now, I would screw the bottom of your car all up. But you I know you say to yourself, just like I do, imagine if you were able to get all over it coming down the hill and just veer right into there. What would it feel like? I am not advocating that. Nobody should do that. But you've had that thought just like I have. I know that you have. Chris in Beaver Falls. Hello, Chris. Hey, what's happening, Colin? Not much. Good evening to you. It's getting cold out. It's autumnal. It's football weather. And I can't figure out this depth chart, Chris. I know. I, I think just for the sheer fact of what we've seen from uh, Broderick Jones in the run block on last Sunday, uh, I think that merits his, his start over or more now. And, and just for the, the Joey Porter Jr. situation as well, um, obviously both these guys are young and they're rookies, uh, but – you know, I'm more of a fan and advocate of trial by fire rather than kind of holding their hand through the whole uh, situation or through, whole, through the whole season and, and, you know, giving them, you know, tips and taps here and there. But, well, especially uh, because, like, Orlando Pace isn't on this football team. You know what I mean? Right. Like, exactly. I have a question for you, and, I, and I'm trying to give the benefit of the doubt even though then I scale it back. And I'm not counting on this. I'm really not. But you know as well as I do that football coaches, Chris, are as secretive as the Kremlin, right? So what if Mike Tomlin actually does plan to start Broderick Jones or maybe even Porter but doesn't want to give away his trade secrets? Again, I'm not counting on that, but could that be what happened today? I think he does that religiously, uh, honestly. I think he, he, you know, he's always trying to play that second, that mind game with the other team as well. 
uh, just so that even though it's a small difference, it is a difference, right? Um, you know, it's it's those little mind games. I think that uh, Coach T is pretty good at, honestly. Right, and forget the other team. He likes to play it with the media. More of your calls on runaway trucks and piles and. Do you get to a point where, or have you ever been at a point where you actually enjoyed something that I think a lot of people in Pittsburgh right now don't enjoy? I'll explain. Coming up next, you got me till 1030 right here on The Fan.